This is Advice for Life with Lynn, Season 2, Episode 4. Today's issue, healing yourself by taking out the garbage. I like the idea of doing a body check. Like, oh, I'm feeling depressed. Well, let me see my body. Am I hunched over? Uh, Am I standing tall? Is my chest feeling heavy? So you're saying that that's helpful for people Yeah, right because away. By, by go like this. How do you feel? Open. Oh, so what? we're putting our arms up like a big Y. Uh-huh. I feel open and... Exactly. So imagine that you're depressed yeah, and you notice over. that you're hunching. So you can go just by going like this, there's a change yeah. because you're moving the energy. Mm. Okay, ready to do the big Y. <laughs> <laughs> you have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com slash Audible. I love the word free. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Advice for Life with Lynn. What's the one thing in life most people say they want? You know, other than a million dollars, a great partner, maybe some good health. What's the one thing that nearly everyone says they want? Happiness. Most of us say, I just want to be happy. So why aren't most of us happy? Why do we keep making the same mistakes over and over? Or attracting the wrong people in our lives? Or consistently disappointing ourselves by not reaching our goals? Years ago, I had read this book, you probably have heard of it too, called The Secret. It's based on something called The Law of Attraction. And the premise of The Law of Attraction is what you think is what you get. Your thoughts and your beliefs create your feelings, which create your reality. That sounds really great, right? Powerful? Sounds easy. I'll just think happy thoughts and then I'll be happy. It's not easy. You know, because sometimes we have the intention to think positively and we just can't do it. We get triggered as quickly as we blink. Blink! Trigger! And you know, those old feelings of fear, worry, anger, or sadness just come back in a second. So the question is, how do we fix this? Today, our guest is going to tell us how we fix that. Karina Zabner is a healer. And she's going to talk to us about how we can heal ourselves by cleaning out the gunk inside. The gunk, to me, that's what I call the gunk, is the fear. And when we clean our gunk, we take out our trash, we can be open to joy and, dare I say, happiness. Time for Lynn's Confessions. Top three things on my mind today. Number one, I'm doing my own inner scan and survey, and I think I have some gunk inside. Number two, part of me still wonders... Why does life have to be so hard? Yes, I'm not Buddha. That's my human talking. And number three, I'm secretly hoping that our guest has a magic wand for all of us. Blink! You're clean. Background check. The background on today's guest, Karina Zabner. Karina started off as an electronics engineer. So she's smart. Maybe she can balance my checkbook. Then, after learning about energy healing, she became passionate about the connection between her own energy field and her physical, mental, and spiritual health. So she went back to school to study all this and created different ways to heal. Karina is many things. We already said she's an engineer. But also, what she calls herself is a change agent coach. I love that title. Change agent coach. 
But honestly, I think she's really a healer underneath all that. And as a change agent coach, she teaches awareness through a program she's developed in her private practice called The Art of Living with Awareness. Welcome, Karina. Thank you. Okay, so tell us about the connection between our thoughts and our feelings. Hmm. It's a... Let's say, let's, let's start with um, understanding the computer. It's uh, we want to, you know, have a parallel. And um, the computer has like a program. It tells it what, what to do. So once it has a program that tells it what to do, then she does it. So it's the same happens with us. Our thoughts, it's like the program we have. So that creates a certain... Um, a certain um, uh, um, situation, condition in us, or a, a certain experience in us that triggers our emotions. If you come to understand, emotions are just hormones. So what's happening is we're triggering the hormones that create those emotions in our body. So the thoughts are like the program that triggers what happens in us. So the thoughts are the software or the program, as you say, exactly, which trigger the emotion. So the, the idea is to say, if we can control our thoughts and change the program, we can change how we feel. Exactly. Uh huh. So go ahead. Okay. So it's not only controlling your thoughts it's choosing what thoughts you want to have. Because if you want, like, I, like what happens is if you want to control something, there's a saying that says, what you resist persists. So the thing is how to make different choices, where do you want to thought, your thoughts to come from and what thoughts you want to concentrate on or what thoughts you want to have present instead of others. Well, let's talk about the resist persist line. I've heard that for so many years and it's so true. So what you resist persist. So in other words, correct me if I'm wrong, if you um, don't deal with something, or if you don't look at a feeling, it's still going to be there. Just like sweeping it under the rug, the dirt's still there. Is that right? Correct. Because what's happening? It's all a matter of what you're putting your attention on. So the more you want to resist something, it means that you're putting more attention to it. So the more you put attention to it, the more energy you're giving to it. And the more energy you're giving, it to, it, you're giving to it, it's more present in your life. So the idea is, again, where do you, it's a matter of choice. Where do you want to put your energy into? Okay. I hear what you're saying and I know what you're saying. But for people listening, it might be a little confusing. So do you, are you suggesting look at your stuff? Or are you suggesting distract yourself and don't put your energy in your stuff? The thing is that um, if you say don't look at your stuff, there's something in you that's putting part of your energy in avoiding to see that. Resisting. Exactly. So you have to look at your stuff. I, that's what awareness is so important. You have to w be aware of what's happening, have the clarity to what's going on so you can choose where to put your attention to. So it's like you go to the supermarket, there's so many things that you can choose from, but you decide, okay, I want to buy this product instead of that product. So it's not that that other product is not there, it's what you're choosing to pick up from the shelf. 
So this is the same thing. It's there, but since you're choosing something, it's not that you putting energy not to see this. Do you, do you get what I say? Yeah. Sometimes I th would tell myself, um, my stuff is like a monster under the bed. So instead of turning up the light and not looking at it and going, I'm not going to think about the monster. Oh my God, I'm so scared. Put the covers over my head. Turn on the light. Look at it. Don't resist. I guess that's what you're saying. Uh -huh. um, and then it diminishes by looking at it. Uh, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Okay. But it doesn't have the power over you. It doesn't have the resistance. Not, I don't know if I call it the resistance, but I call it more power. Okay. The more that you don't want to look at it, the more power has over you. Why do some people feel stuck or consistently unhappy, not able to move forward? It's probably what we're talking about. Yes, it's again, uh, your, you have to look at your thoughts. You have to look at your beliefs. You have to look at um, your um, even your emotions that are present, and that's what makes them feel stuck. So it's where again, where are you focusing on? Or what are you focusing on? That's why awareness is so important. Are you focusing on I cannot come out from here? I'm stuck. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. Or you're focusing on something of um, something else like. Um, okay, this is maybe a stone on the way, but I know that if I have patience or I work on this, I can go through it and I'll be on the other side. So be aware of, for this, to use your example, your negativity, your negative thoughts. I'm stuck, I can't do anything, I'm not moving forward, or I can't find a guy, or I can't save money, or whatever. Be aware that exactly. that's the exactly. software running. Exactly. That's the voice. Because the more you're aware, the more you're clear, the more you're able to choose what is it that you want to do. What, am, what are my options? What's going on? It's like when you make a plan or you made a budget or whatever you're going to make. You always want to be clear of what are the factors that are affecting your budget, for example. Okay, so what do I need? I, so I can choose, okay, I want to spend more on this. I want to spend less on that. The same thing is with, with your life. So what are the factors that I'm spending my energy or putting my energy into? So, okay, so, so let me choose to put more into this and more into that. But since it's your choice, you, now you feel you're powerful. You have the power to make the changes. So Karina, what is the first step to being aware? So you're saying being aware, but how does somebody be aware? Because sometimes we don't even know that that's the story in our head or that's the dialogue in our head or that's the program in our head okay that's why i developed the program the program first tells you or teaches you or helps you understand okay let's see how what are the things or what are the the dynamics that rule my the life okay so once you're aware of that you look in to you, yourself and you look into your surroundings and try to see, okay, what that is happening in my life, it's parallel to what I've learned about how life works or what triggers things in life. So look at your life and say, what's happening in my life and what, what is the thought underneath that that I've been carrying? Oh, that's one of the things, exactly. So what are the beliefs? Okay, so for example, it's like the example you said uh, um, earlier about uh, the person that um, 
wants to change its thoughts, but it can't. Mm -hmm. So, okay, what's the belief behind that, that it's making you believe or that you cannot change your thoughts? So, in other words, in using the stuck example, look at your, be aware that you're feeling stuck. Exactly. Then ask yourself, what are my beliefs that have led to me being stuck? Because it's your beliefs that have put you in that position. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm. No, that no. It's your belief that have um, made you stay in that position. Ah, why not? Because you always, in life, it's normal to get to a point where you feel stuck. But why is it that people are, some people are able to go through that a stage and why there are people that stay there? So that's where your beliefs come in. Your beliefs keep you where you're at. Yes. No, for better or for worse. Yes. Okay. They create your reality. Is exactly. That correct. correct. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Um, so it's, this kind of is the same thing we just talked about. So what can we do to create change? What would be your number one piece of advice to create change? Oh, there you can do so many things. So first of all, you need to be aware of what are your beliefs? What are your thoughts? So, for example, a- any time that you're in the car, I'm sure that you're um, in your, for example, you're in front of a red light. I'm sure that I can bet 100% that your thoughts are not in where you are. You're thinking, I need to tell this, this person, or look what this person told me, or this is, has not been done, I need to do this, oh my God, I'm such a terrible person, I did this. You know, you're not present in that moment, you're in your thoughts. So if you can oop, wake up and say, oh my, my, my God, let me see, what am I thinking about? And just be aware of what are you thinking about. Okay, so next time you're speaking to somebody and then your head is also gone. Hmm, I'm not aware of or what she's talking. I'm not paying attention. I'm really, my thoughts are here and there. And what is the advantage of that? The advantage of that is suddenly you're noticing where you're at. Be- and then what is it that you're thinking? Because the way you think, it's going to influence the way you feel. In the way you feel, it's going to influence what you do in life. So, for example, in life thinking, I haven't done this, I haven't done that, I haven't this, I haven't done that. What, what it's, what's going to be your feeling? My sensation is I'm a failure. Okay? So, if I'm a failure, what's going to happen to your energy? You feel it in your body. Immediately, your energy is going to drop. Oh, okay? Even your, your chest is going to shrink everything. So... Then, if you're aware, I'm sitting up now. <laughs> uh, 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 yes, because well, you're you notice aware of your body. Exactly, you're aware of your body. So you say, "Oh my God, something! I'm doing something, or I'm thinking something, that it's turning my energy down." So what is it that I can do to change that? Okay. Oh, I see that are my thoughts that are affecting my emotions and my body. So is is it real that I'm a failure? Is it real that I don't do anything right? Is it real that I don't? You know, is it true? So then you have you you have you you become more um, introspective and more um, um, realistic with what's true and what's not. All this takes more than a second mm-hmm. because, well, for example, just I mean now okay the dog was like a foot away from you and he was licking himself and I was so mad and I was thinking 
we're not mad. I was a little irritated. Who's going? Mm. And I was thinking, oh, great. Now we're going to hear this on the mic. And so while you were talking, I was trying to close his mouth. But I was aware that I wasn't in the present moment. So the fact that you're aware, at least, that you're not present, there's some awareness. So there's a little sliver of light, right? It, what what it takes, changed? What's changing you because of the awareness? What happened? Well, I used to judge myself. You know, I, I would, well, I, now I'm more aware when I judge myself. Wow, you're not in the present moment. Oh, you know, what kind of self-help person are you? Oh, I'm judging myself. Okay, I stop it. I stop the judgment. I stop the negative thoughts. And, you know, with the dog, I don't know, at least I was aware. But I was like, oh, I wish I wasn't like that. Huh, interesting. It just sort of keeps the... uh Keeps fuel from going on the fire, I guess. Keeps it from gr growing. Exactly. That, that, that's what the point is, is that, okay, I'm aware. Okay, it's there. I'm not uh, resisting it. I'm not pretending that it's not there. It's there. But then I can choose and say, no, I don't want to focus my attention here. I want to come back and listen or do whatever it needs to be done in the moment. So you're suggesting that probably 300 times a day, check in with ourselves and see how much in the present moment we are or, or if we are truly present mm -hmm. and what we're thinking. Mm -hmm. Mostly then more than being present, it's being aware of what is it that you're thinking and how that means making you feel. And is it true what you're thinking or is just a habit? Because most, most of the time is in a habit to think about this and that and this and that because we're, I don't know why, we're trained maybe to do that. We want to, we want our um, tendencies to want to control everything. Mm. But the more you're aware of that, the more you'll, you'll see a change that the thought will come and then you will let it go as if, if, if it's a, a cloud, you know, something, you know, a cloud that passes by. Okay, it's there, but it, you know, it passed by, so now I can come back. So it's, again, it's a habit like everything. It's retraining to do a different habit, to have a different habit, a more positive one. But sometimes when you're at that red light, you're thinking of all the things you have to do. Mm -hmm. Is that the tendency to want to control everything, or is it just the mind wanting to work things out? Or No, it's, it, when you want to work something out, it's control. At the end, what you want, mm. it's to control. That's, that's, that's our main goal. And does control make us feel better at all? What has been your case? Oh, for me, um, <laughs> you always want to analyze me. I love you. Um, well, it doesn't make it better. It doesn't it, in make the moment, it, yes. you know, it's like the ego is like, yeah, that, yeah, we got this down. And then later I'm like, oh, what else is there to worry about? What else do I need to think about? What else do I need to organize? What else am I not good at? Yeah. Because the control feels it, it uh, for me, when I'm controlling, I feel I have power. I can mm -hmm. do something about it. And I hate, I think we hate feeling powerless. We hate feeling that we cannot do we cannot do anything about it. Exactly. So, how do we feel powerful in okay. a healthy way? In a healthy. Oh, okay. That's that's better. Yeah, in a healthy way. I think that power, the sensation of power, is understanding that you have a choice, that you're not a victim, and that whatever goes on in your life, you are responsible. Okay. You have a choice in how you feel. Is that what you're saying? It, you have a choice of how you feel. You have a choice of what you think about. You have a choice of how you want to react. So that, but that for me would be the respond. I mean, our, 
my ideal of um, um, healthy life is to able to respond to life challenges instead of reacting to them. Because by responding is I'm choosing how do I want to relate to the event that's going on in my life. So that makes me feel powerful. So keep your power by choosing your response. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes we can't help our reaction. It's like mm-hmm. I said in the beginning of this podcast, it's like blinking. You know, you're like, bling, oh my God, I'm so triggered. Somebody's mm-hmm. attacking me. Mm-hmm. I feel attacked. Mm-hmm. So what do you do then? Okay. So what would you do then? There you are, Karina, uh. <laughs> my therapist. Well, for me, um, I would just be aware of my reaction and accept it. Like, okay, this is from whatever reason I'm, I'm feeling attacked. Uh-huh. The part of me believes it's true. And this person is saying, you, you, you. And, you know, I'm, I feel bad. It makes me feel bad about myself. And I accept that. I guess that would be the first step. And, and also, okay, in may, but I, in this moment, I choose to react and to scream, for example. Okay, I'm choosing because in this moment, my anger is so uncontrollable that, okay, let it go. But I'm aware that, that I reacted. Okay? I see what you're saying. And, and I accept it. I'm a human being. There are moments I cannot be Buddha all the time, you know, feeling, okay, it's a, okay, I'm upset <laughs> and I'm mad. That's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. There will be moments that I'll react. But the more, the, the idea is not to get rid of something. The idea is to uh, lower the intensity of the f- or the frequency of times that I react. That way, my life would be less, um, uh, less. Uh, um, what would I say? Uh, um, uh, stressful, in a way. More joyful. More joyful. Yes. Open more to joy. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can uh-huh. you give an example of somebody whose energy was clogged? and how this person worked through it. Yes. Um, it's interesting because this person comes and tells me that she has a pain in the lower back, mostly on her left side. And uh, so, for example, I, I would look at and her and say, okay, what's going on in your life right now? So this, so this person can come and tell me, most probably will come and tell me, oh, I think that I cannot handle things, are, it's too much, it's too overwhelming, and, uh, I'm upset because this is happening, and I'm, and upset because of that is happening, and, uh, and I need to take control, and I need to be the one who's in charge, and I need to do things because if not, things will crumble. So, when we start looking at her, we notice that her feminine side has felt re- repressed because her she's so action-oriented. Mm. She needs to do something because she feels that if she doesn't do anything, she doesn't act, things will crumble. So I make her go and connect to that pain because what usually happens is that we resist pain thinking that that way you will go away. Yeah. But pain 
has a purpose. It has a message. Listen, pay attention to me. Something is out of balance here, and if mm. you don't pay attention, it's not going to go back to balance. So what I make the, that person is go, go and connect with that pain. Let it feel it. You didn't give her a heating pad or some Tylenol? Nothing, nothing. Just feel it. And she, and of course, I'm not gonna force her to do something that she cannot. So she got to a point where um, she was not able to feel it anymore. And it was okay, but uh, during the time that she was feeling it, she was suddenly becoming aware of this image of a, uh, of, a of her being, you know, very feminine and feeling like um, um, closed up in a room that she, that as if she couldn't go out of the room. So that's when we realize that her feminine, it's feeling trapped by the masculine or by most more, uh, to be more clear by her fear. Mm. So what happened is her, her pain, instead of being concentrated, it started to expand and dissipate a little. So just by being aware of that thought that she felt exactly. like smothered or in a room. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's mm. where she needs the balance. That's where uh, she need. Oh, that's what she needs to look at in order to regain balance. So she was resisting this unknowingly, unconsciously, because she wasn't aware. And then mm -hmm. you're saying created this lower back pain once you m encouraged her to feel it, i.e. look at her issue. It dissipated. Wow. Uh huh. Yes. Because what happens is not that. It, what happens is that the energy gets stuck. The same way that this feminine aspect was uh, stuck, the energy was stuck to. It's not moving. You don't want it to move because you don't want it to act or you don't want it to be present. So when you want something not to be present, what is it that you do? You stop it. You mm -hmm. hold it. Mm -hmm. So the energy was held there. So the energy needed to move in order for her to regain her balance. So your recommendation for us to clean out our own clogginess, to take out our own trash, is to, you're suggesting look at our own body. Mm -hmm. Yes. Feel what, what our body is telling us. Like really, what, what do you mean by feel it? Like go, like turn off the light and like feel it or? Yeah, feel it. Like you, you have the pain, put your attention mm -hmm. in the spot where you have the pain. And let that pain, and let it be, this is just pain, okay? I don't have to do anything about it. I'm just here to get to know it. I just want to have a conversation with it. I just want to know if it's, if, if it's okay with the pain, because sometimes the pain is not ready to um, convey what's going on. But just making contact with it. It will, will develop a, a, um, like a... Um, relationship with it so we can start feeling safe to talk with us. I know to some people listening, they probably think, okay, that's crazy. Pain doesn't talk to you. But I will um, validate you, Karina, because last week, week and a half ago, I mean, I'm a healthy person. I think I've got it going on. I'm handling my life. But for the first time ever, I felt this heaviness on my chest. And I was having difficulty breathing for three days. I'm like, oh my God, am I having a heart attack? No, I'm not having a heart attack. So I go to my doctor, but I, I knew what was going on. I don't know. I just I knew unconsciously, not unconsciously, I was conscious. I knew underneath that I wasn't handling stress well. I wasn't handling 
some issues well by resisting and not vocalizing. Um, oh, thank you. Wow, we've been chatting for a long time. But I love you, Karina. Anyway, so I guess I was, I was like, okay, what is my body telling me? So ask yourself, what is my body telling me? What are my thoughts telling myself? Mm -hmm. What have I been believing? Exactly. What triggered, what thoughts trigger what your body is feeling? That would be the next step. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So in following our example, maybe this person, the thought is, um, I w I'm weak. Okay. I cannot sit down and wait for things to happen. Or if I sit down and wait for things to happen, I'll crash, whatever. So that will trigger the, re the body response. That will trigger the energy response. In your program, The Art of Living with Awareness, you talk about three things, getting connect connection with yourself first, others, and then spirituality. How is all that connected to what we're talking about? Oh, that's, um, I think it's very connected because... Um, Getting uh, the um, process with the person was getting connected to herself. So it's not something outside responsible for what's happening to me. It's how I'm I'm responding, how I'm choosing to respond to what's happening outside, that it's triggering the response. So with the connection with yourself is okay. How am I relating to myself? Am I avoiding to feel the pain? Am I avoiding to feel the the uh, not, uh, the emotional pain. Am I, what are my thoughts? What are my beliefs behind of how, what I'm doing? So this is the relationship with yourself. How are you treating yourself? How are you talking to yourself? How are you, um, behaving towards yourself? What's your attitude towards yourself? First of all, I need to know that in order to come out to the outer world and do and see how I relate to others. So what affects me from others? And then remember, we're part of something bigger. We're part of something um, that it's not only you and me. So that's where the spiritual comes. Because for me, spirit is not something outside. For me, spirit is what we all are. I always use this example of an orchestra. So spirit would be the orchestra, and we are the instruments. Mm. So what makes the orchestra uh, be alive and sound beautiful and, and be such a uh, inspiring thing is the instruments. And we instruments need to play in harmony with other instruments and relate to other instruments for the orchestra to sound beautiful. That's a beautiful analogy. All right. So to review, your best advice for life on how to heal yourself and create change is... Be aware of your thoughts, number one. Awareness is the first step to change, correct? Mm -hmm. Notice where you're at. See what you're thinking. Notice how you're feeling. And then choose how you're going to react. Choose how you're going to think. Yes, but in order to choose how you're going to think, you first need to know what's happening in terms of what are the dynamics that rule our everyday life? Because if in order to choose, I have to have knowledge. So I need to understand how, for example, how relationships work. 
in, in many cases, what other trigger in us is because we don't see it in ourselves, for example. So the moment I know that, then I have the power to choose and say, oh, I choose not to look at that person. I choose to look at myself. Right. Instead of projecting and putting it on somebody else, exactly. look at yourself, what's going on with you. So in, in your list, I would add, learn about... Um, I don't, yeah, learn about how life works. I don't know how to... Uh, look at your look own at, stuff. Also, look at your own stuff and, un and understand why isn't my stuff working or what could be possible, possibly not working in my stuff. But the key to all healing and taking out your garbage is, number one, awareness. Be aware of your thoughts and beliefs. And then know that you have the power to change them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. So we could talk to Karina for hours and maybe we'll have her on for another show because you want to talk about some other things, mm -hmm. not just, well, first of all, awareness is so key. That's the first step. And you were saying? No, that um, awareness, it, um, th there's a process to awareness because when you have to start being aware of yourself first, so what, what's more close to you? And then, but also you have to start with what it's easier for you. So that's why I start with awareness with the body. The body is something that I can feel, that I can touch. And then we can go deeper for the emotions. Emotions are more, um, it's, uh, I think it's, it's, they're not as palatable as the body. And then uh, beliefs are less. So that's why I, I take you through the process of once you're aware of your body, then you're able to uh, go to the emotions because the body is the messenger of the emotions. I like the idea of doing a body check, like, oh, I'm feeling depressed. Well, let me see my body. Am I hunched over? Uh -huh. Am I standing tall? Is my chest feeling heavy? So you're saying that that's helpful for people yeah, right because away. Yeah, but go like this. How do you feel? Open. Oh, so what? we're putting our arms up like a big Y. <laughs> uh -huh. I feel open and... Exactly. So imagine that you're depressed yeah, you're and you notice over. that you're hunching. So you can go just by going like this, there's a change yeah. because you're moving the energy. Mm. Okay. Ready to do the big Y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about this more next time for sure. Uh, okay. Thank you so much, Karina. Thank Did you. you. Want... It's been a wonderful pleasure. Is it? I just want to make sure before I get this right, um, before I say this, awarenessjourneyco.co.com? Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. If you want to get in contact with Karina and learn more about awareness and how to heal yourself and take out your trash yourself, remember her name is Karina Zabner, Z-A-B-N-E-R, and her website is awarenessjourneyco, awarenessjourneyco.com. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about. <laughs>